is part of podcast episode 20. Man, it's been a while since my last podcast. A couple of weeks, actually. I I promised myself that I was going to do one every week. And, you know, I stuck my nose back into the grindstone after coming back from Richmond. And um, I forgot to look up. I've been working so hard and doing the things that I want to get good at. I forgot to look up and I was like, whoa, I forgot to. I need to do another podcast episode. You know, it's really difficult. It's really difficult to do these podcasts without the proper energy. And I think depending on what's going on, you get motivation, inspiration. You get the ideas on the fly. And one of the things I wanted to do with the podcast was kind of capture those things because we end up, I end up talking a lot, like right after training. And I created this podcast here so that way I can capture a lot of those, that feedback, the, the afterthought, and um, something that I like to call the car ride home. And we go through the lessons, the martial arts lessons, we learn the techniques, and there's always something that relates to life inside of it and how we persevere. Today, um, today I taught some jujitsu class. I taught uh, Filipino Kali. And it doesn't really matter what I teach. I think there's some difficulty and some challenges that everyone faces when they get into training. Right? And I always come up or I always think of the question of how people would like to build themselves up. Right? And I wanted to ask a question even more difficult like an almost an unfair question. And this question I give to myself as an instructor is, if, if a student quits, what would be the best reason why they quit? What would be the best reason? Because it was too easy or because it was too hard? I think I, as an instructor, I would, not like, I would not like it if a student quit because it was too easy, because they were bored. That just... That just um, that would just tell me I'm not doing my job to present challenge. I'm not presenting an opportunity to persevere, to actually show that they have what it takes to get better. So I think a more acceptable answer would be if a student quit is because it was too hard. Now, I'm not trying to crush students, right? I would do what's, uh, I would do the tempering process, right? I would... On a, on, with a student that just starts, you know, give them the basic tools and then get them going. I remember doing CrossFit. I don't know how long ago. This was, this was many, many years ago. And I thought I really enjoyed how uh, the instructor that was bringing me through, we, we stood there with a the PVC pipe. Right? And we worked a technique. This is how we're going to do the technique. This is how we're going to do this. And this is how we're going to do that. We're going to pretend that the weight is there. And we're going to do this in the best technique possible. So that way, when we put weight, you're not going to hurt yourself. We're going to develop the technique. We're going to develop your coordination. So that way, we'll have the workout. And that took like an hour. right? Like the actual workout only took 
gosh, what? How long does does a did it take back back in those days? This was like early two thousands, I think, when I first was in, when I first encountered uh, CrossFit, and I think that the workout was n- not even ten minutes long, but fifty minutes of it was getting the technique right, and I was you know. I'm worried that I'm going to hurt myself. I'm worried I'm going to pull a muscle, all that stuff. But all that time trying to get the technique right. And then we put the weight on. And man, I remember, I remember I puked. I threw up (laughs) after that. I was like, whoa, this is intense. And it's only like 10 minutes. And I'm like training Muay Thai. I'm training all the different martial arts. And I was like, oh, I I have this here. Um, I'm not knocking CrossFit. I'm just saying that I lean more towards the martial arts side instead of the, the lifting weight side. There was something that I gained inside of there as far as building technique and then presenting the challenge of moving the weight. So how does that relate to like a jujitsu class, right? Today in particular, I had the the kids class working mount escapes, right? And you have to learn the technique, make sure that you get it right. And, you know, there's some kids that's uh, that's having fun with it. Some Some kids that are like questioning themselves, they have that doubt. Uh, that sinks in, but they're practicing the technique. And then some that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't pay attention. And then the some, some that that knocks on themselves, right? But I think the the whole exercise of presenting the technique and letting them know that we're getting ready to put it to the test, right? We're not going to go full out rolling, but we're going to put some pressure on so that way you know you can escape this position, right? So for was it forty? 45 minutes of the class, right? We have the warm up, and then we get into the whole practicing the technique and the last 15 minutes of class was applying the pressure. Let's escape. Allow yourself to work through the challenge and earn your way out. And I had like the, uh, the colored belts help me with the, the top side pressure because they should learn how to, in this, in this exercise, I wanted them to learn how to stay on a little bit longer and, you know, know how to adjust their, their pressure on their classmates, like knowing that one could take a little bit more and then tone it down because maybe the, the training partner is a little bit smaller or younger. And then they learn to do this adjustment because I think in all jujitsu students, they have to know that adjustment. Just like Muay Thai too, you know, if you're a fighter and then you're going to train with a recreational student, you know, you don't want to like crush them, but you have, you get a chance to train in the best possible way. You get to uh, focus in on a particular goal or, or, well, that's it. It's focusing on a goal. Uh, Kali, same thing. I did the same thing to, in Kali class. But anyway, so the kids start to give the top side pressure and the bottom side is like some of them are having fun, some of them are not having fun. And I think that's the part, right? We, we're looking for the part where the kid gets the opportunity to pers- persevere. We're looking for the opportunity to persevere. And where do we get the chance to practice perseverance? Because... I'm sure the kids come to class knowing that this pressure is coming and they're wanting to pay attention to the technique. So that way, when we're practicing earning ourselves out of the pressure, they'll feel good about themselves. You know, for the kids, you know, I try to give them more time to allow themselves to work up to 
that pressure, you know, because I don't just throw them into the fire pit. Don't throw them into the sharks right away because they have to build themselves up, develop their bodies for strength, develop their joints for, you know, better mobility and allow them the tempering process, the slower tempering process, which, you know, I think it's a really good thing that the kids have their own ranking system for jujitsu. That's it. Uh, We got white, we got gray, we got yellow, orange, and green. And then we have the adult uh, colors. Um, Didn't mean to get into that much detail, but just thinking about climbing up the ranks for that allows us to see that there is an ability to climb the ranks. And to be able to earn that rank, I think is more important than just giving the child the rank opportunities to feel that they did it right i know you could do it i have one kid in my class he's pretty small and he happened to partner up with a bigger kid right and i'm pretty sure even for myself as a parent i would see my small child go up against a bigger kid i was like oh can we get somebody about the same size and i'm looking at the kid before i work with this kid the smaller one and he's got it he has it inside of him we just presenting the opportunity to persevere, right? So I'm watching closely, and he's going with the bigger kid. The bigger, Of course, he's having a harder time, and I believe in him, right? My job is to believe in the child. You can do it. I'm here to coach you. Here's the techniques. Let's remember what we're working on, and I know that you can do it. So he's having a hard time. He's having a hard time, and next thing you know, inch by inch, he's, he's escaping, and he escapes. He gets out. And he's like, oh, super tough, right? And I could sense, I could sense uh, the parents on the outside watching. It's like, oh, you know, you can kind of get intense, right? Like, oh, that's my, that, he did it. Okay, cool. I think, I think it's worse. <laughs> I think it's worse for the parents watching on the outside than it is for the kid on the inside because they're actually doing the business, right? So, you know, I'm attached to that as well. My first time coaching, coaching my child in an MMA fight. And I've coached before, but it's completely different when it's your own kid. I'm watching it happen and I'm like standing up and everybody's telling me to sit down and I'm like aggravated. I, I was like, I am sitting down. And then my, my, uh, my uh, cornerman is pulling me down by my shoulders saying, sit down. And I was like, I am sitting down. And then I realize I'm standing up. Oh, I am. I'm not sitting down. All right. Sorry. I'm going to sit down. I got like overly excited. That's my, that's my boy in there. So I, I get it. I really do. And I think that's a training opportunity for parents as well. That was a training opportunity for me. So if I can believe in the kid, I can totally believe in the parent as well. And I think it's a great opportunity for bonding too, especially when on the drive home. If you're a parent and you have a child and they, do, they take martial arts and the child is having a hard time and, they're, and they are persevering, I think one of the best things that we can do as parents is tell the kid, I really am proud of you for sticking with that. I see the strength in you and I enjoy watching you get stronger every day, right? Like in a world so focused around negativity, I think if you surround, like they're in the moment, that's hard for them to do. And we can empathize of how difficult it is for the child. All you have to do is say, I'm proud of you. I love watching you work. And I think that's one of the best things that you can do for the kid 
right? We can we can have little coach coaching moments here and there, and like think of it more like an eyedropper. If you want to give a hint, right? Reinforce maybe um, a detail that you heard that the instructor, or maybe if if your child is my my student, and you go like, I remember remember what your coach told you. Remember that little detail, and that's it. Just the eye drop. Don't open up the fire hose because that's way too much to to take in. Just one eye drop, boop, and you're done. And then the kid will take that and they'll absorb it, right? The the journey itself is it by inches. We want to win by inches, not by the mile. And you know, I'm going to segue into the evening class because I've got students in there too that has the same challenges, right? I'll stick on. I'll stay in jujitsu for now because today was a a major. I had more jujitsu classes to teach today than any other day. And my adult student, this one comes in and totally beginner, right? Zero experience, wants to get into it. And I really respect that this person wants to get good, right? Develop themselves. And I really, really appreciate that sentiment for themselves, that goal for themselves. And I watch them go through it. And I like, I like watching the struggle because at the end, there is this win that you can't replace. You can't buy this win, right? We have tuition and stuff like that, but that's not part of it. This win is genuine. The win of persevering. The win of working yourself up and strengthening yourself. The win of saying that you came in because I wanted to get better. And you did. Right? Like, like I mentioned earlier about all the negativity in the world, we don't want to concentrate on that part. We want to concentrate on the building. We want to concentrate on the building. Um, let me get a little bit academic here for a second. In science, right? Science describes heat and the absence of heat. So th if you just take that definition by itself, there is no such thing as cold, right? Cold is just a word to describe the absence of heat, an intense absence of heat. So if that's the case, could I correlate weakness and strength? If, if there's only strength that you could develop, then the opposite would be the lack of strength. That just means a little less value. That doesn't necessarily mean weakness per se, right? Let's change perspective because I think in this world of perspectives, so many perspectives, especially with social media out there when we're all, uh, we're a community and we're sharing with each other, you know, like this podcast, we have to try to present perspectives. Let, let's, let's try on this lens. There is no such thing as weakness, only a lack of strength. So what does that mean? There's the only thing that you can do is gain strength. Let's go in that direction. Let's go in that direction. Go put yourself out there and build strength. Right? Build strength. Now I'm going to go into a tangent. My son, he loves to work out. I could see him like right after class. He's like doing sit-ups, more sit-ups. And he's 17 years old. And I'm like, man, I didn't, we didn't wear you out in class. That's the thing I'm thinking of. You know, I'm... I'm turning 41 this week and I'm like, I wish I remember having that kind of energy. I want to do that. You know what? Let's go do that. I walk right up to him and say, what are you doing? And he's like, working out. 
and he's doing sit-ups. And I'm standing there. I'm like, hmm. Let's do some kettlebells. Let's go over there and get some kettlebells. And he looks at me with a surprised face like, what? I was like, yeah, let's go. And he's like, yeah, let's go. We go do some kettlebells. 50 swings. I have my 53-pounder. How many kilos is that? Kilos? Kilos. Let me say it right. I don't know. 53 pounds. Okay, I'm swinging. I look at him. I go, what are we doing? What are we doing? Five sets of 10, two sets of 25, one set of 50. What are we doing? And he looks at me. He's like, uh, let's do two sets of 25. All right, let's go. Boom. Start going. And I'm like, I literally am trying to keep up with him. He's so strong. And I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to keep up with you. And then I was like, I was thinking to myself, I'm going to try to keep up with you. My 17-year-old son and your old man. Let's do it. And then I was like, okay, what's next? And he looked at me and he said, let's do, I try to do these uh, shoulder lifts, right? Shoulder raises with, the, you know, like, like you're punching straight up into the air for the shoulder. And he goes, let's do 10. All right, cool. Let's do 10. Do it. Did it on my right hand. He does, he does it on his right arm or right shoulder. I do my right shoulder. And he does his left shoulder. I do my left shoulder. And I look at him and I go, set two. And he's like, I try to do set two. All right, we're doing set two. Let's go. Set two. Boom. And I'm like thinking to myself, man, this is hard. I haven't done, I haven't lifted weights in forever, right? I'm talking about just concentrating on martial arts. But I have these kettlebells. I love these kettlebells. I got to lift them. All right, let's go. So he starts to do it. And I could see he's trying to, he's having a hard time. And then I'm like, because I'm there, he's holding himself accountable and he gets, to he gets the chance to push himself. That opportunity doesn't come up very often. And I thought, man, you know what? You did it. I'm going to do it too. Boom. Let's go ahead and do it. All right. Third exercise. We were done with the, with the shoulder lifts. Third exercise. And he looks at me like, oh, we going to do another one? I was like, yeah, let's do another one. He looks at me and, and I go, pull-ups. I hate pull-ups, by the way. I hate pull-ups. But I'll do them anyway. I think they're a very strong exercise. I hate them, but I love them. It's a love-hate relationship. Anyway, what are we doing? And he's like, mm. I mean, I could come up with the numbers. And he's like, no, 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 no. Let, let me come up with them, right? So he's like, uh, I heard of this thing, three sets of failures. Three sets of failures? What's that? And he goes, you just keep doing, on your first set, you just keep doing pull-ups until you fail. Okay, great. Let's do it. Three sets of failure. And I'm thinking to myself, man, I haven't done pull-ups in forever. I'm looking to the side. Uh, my, my boy, he jumps up there and he starts doing them. I look to the side and I see some students looking at me. I was like, oh, he's getting ready to do some pull-ups. I thought he hated pull-ups. It's like, yeah, he hates pull-ups, but I'm going to do pull-ups anyway. So I start going. Okay, boom. He's done. My turn. I look right at the thing. I jump up and I start doing them. I think I busted out like seven or eight. I was like, I couldn't get it. All right, boom, I'm, I'm done. I've, I drop down. All right, he, my son goes back up, set number two, up, to, up until failures. And then my turn, second set, failures. And then I was like, okay, third set, let's go. And, you know, I could see my boy, he's working himself up. He's like, man, I'm going to do a little bit more. I think he was doing like tens. The first set was like 12 or 13, and then the second set was like 12 again. My first set was like seven. My second set was like six you know i weigh like about 180 pounds so you know 
I, I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> I think I'm pretty good with doing seven. No problem. It strengthens my cross collar choke. And I turn to the side. I look at a couple of my students are watching me, and then they they decide to get up and walk over and give me some crazy hard thing. And I was like, oh, boost up there, hard as you can, and then three seconds, three three counts on the way down. Pull up, and then three seconds go down. Pull up, three seconds go down. It's like, all right, let's go, let's go. And so, how how long do you do this for until you fail? All right, cool. So I look at my boy, and he's like working himself to go up there. And I go, come on, let's go. Let's not wait for failure. Let's get after it. And I, I, that was so organic, and I, that kind of hit me for a second. And I thought about the juniors' kids in class and how they were persevering because it was hard. And then I think of the, my beginner student in the adults' class, and they were doing it because it was hard, and they were persevering. Now it's my turn. Let's get after this failure. I look forward to it. Let's go. The only thing that's going to come out of it is strength. That's it. Let's go. I jump up there and I, think, I was like, I'm going to hold myself to the, in, the utmost integrity of doing this. I jump up. Boom. I go down. One, two, three. That was my first step. Boom. Hit my second rep. One, two, three. I were, I'm already feeling gassed. I'm like super tired already. I'm like, are you serious? It's only my second one. All right, third one, boom, one, two, three. All right, number four, let's go. Didn't even budge. Come on, four. And then I let out, I let up that grunt, right? Let everybody know that I'm trying? Or was that for me? And I try to get, try to get, nope, not budging. Nope, that's it. Boom, came down. Three, I'm good with three. Thanks for the push, guys. Thanks for the opportunity. And that felt good. That felt good to go head towards the failure because I know I have something to work on. And if you're, if you're a parent, let the kid do that. If you yourself as an adult is training, go after it. Go after the failure. Don't wait for it to happen. If you had control, if you're going to have control over your life, have control over your failures too. Don't concede your position. Go after it. Don't, like, who cares? Who cares? Just, just go. Like, what are you developing yourself for anyway? What is the kid developing themselves for anyway? Right? We all want that strength and development. And we all understand and opted in for the many months or maybe, maybe the many years that come behind development. So let's go after it. Just go after it. Go head towards the failure. Know that you're in control of it. And your attitude would totally change. And the only thing that you see, the only thing that you would gain is the strength that you were looking for in the first place. I'll go ahead and end the episode right from here. I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening.